when you look at someone else and you're having this like moment of like, wow, I'm not good enough or like, how are they doing all this? <laughs> Remember that didn't happen overnight. Welcome back to Duo On Air. I'm Abby. And I'm Courtney. And we're the ex-agency turned entrepreneurial team that puts the Duo in Duo Collective. Our boutique organic marketing agency specializes in SEO, social media strategy, and brand. We're an everyday pair of business besties slash marketing experts obsessed with helping our community learn more about what it takes to run a business. Which is why on Duo On Air, we're not holding anything back. We're giving you all the info we know about how to grow your business organically so you can be the confident CEO you were made to be. And how to navigate life as a small business owner. Whether it's on your own or with your best friend by your side. So grab your coffee or your mimosa, we don't judge, and settle in for a quick value-packed episode of Marketing Tips. Welcome back to the Duo On Air podcast. This is episode number 90, and today we're talking about the random evolutions of our business that nobody asked for, but we kind of think you're going to love it anyways. So, and well, if you don't, we apologize. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, tune into the next one. Uh, but we wanted to just take a moment because we've been laughing internally about where our business was and the things we used to do in the early days of Duo or even just like last week. And and what we do now. And we thought it was fun to just like have this moment where we talk about the things we used to do, how we've evolved in the systems and the processes and the tools that we use and kind of where it is today, what we're happy with, maybe what still needs to be tweaked, all of that. So um, that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today. Before we started this episode, I kind of laughed and I was like, so we're going to talk about our archaic ways when we uh, first started <laughs> mm-hmm. in our caveman. Yeah ways of doing things. And now we're like, oh my gosh, AI and this tool and that tool. And we're Mm -hmm. finally like hip and with it kind of. (laughs) I don't know about that, (laughs) but we're trying. That's for sure. So the very first archaic thing that we did, um, and I don't even, it's something that we just did because we were consistently doing it in the old days because we used to offer clients custom packages. Everything we did was custom. And we didn't have like these set packages um, that people chose from or we did, but we also customized things a lot. So we created a beautiful Canva service guide that we built in uh, like PDF format that we shared with our clients that we customized. And it was our investment guide that we sent them this PDF every time anyone wanted to work with us. And it was like a 35 pager PDF. So nothing light. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't have Adobe Acrobat on my computer. So every time I made a change in Canva to this PDF, I would email Courtney and I would be like, Courtney, can you send me a like condensed version of this so I can email it to clients. And it was just kind of annoying that we did that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And also like anytime we had to update the investment guide, sometimes we'd have to make a copy of it in Canva, save it as that client's name or something along those Mm -hmm. lines, because it messed with the original one that we might eventually have to send to a different client. So it just got to be like, we have like 18 investment guides that are all kind of the same, but all a little different. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we kind of do two things. One, we like digitized that and put it as a hidden page on our website. So we're no longer sending it out. And we're also driving traffic to our website, which is great. And I can update our website. So I don't need to ask Courtney to do updates. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just save it down, compress it. So that has been amazing because we just have a web page that holds all of our regular investments, the prices, the packages, 
And then this is what our potential clients get to peek at prior to even jumping on the phone with us. So one, it saved us a lot of time because if people didn't feel like those packages were right for them, they were looking for something else, the budget didn't fit. It helped like not have those discovery calls because we knew now just wasn't the right time and time is super valuable for us right now. So that is something that it really helped with. But then we also, which we're gonna talk about this in a little bit, um, now are able to do custom things, but we do it through our CRM tool, which is Dubsado. So we're no longer sending out like DocuSign contracts or um, PDFs of custom proposals. We're building them all in our tool, Dubsado, which also has its own templates. So it makes it super easy to work in, but that is something that has changed dramatically and it's made our life so much more efficient, but it definitely did take some time to like build out that investment page and design like once it's done it's so easy but i think it's the hurdle it's the hurdle of getting from wow that's going to be so much work let's just keep using this pdf <laughs> especially given that our pdf was 35 some mm -hmm. pages we were like oh my gosh you probably are thinking our investment page is like you scroll forever which is not the case because some things we could pare down some things like you know if they wanted to get to know a little bit more about us they could go to our about page we don't have to have all of that stuff in this investment guide <clears throat> so i think that was really kind of nice to like pare that down a little bit too but i will say we got a ton of compliments on our investment guide when it was pdf format <clears throat> not to say people don't love what their experiences now because i think they still do and i think they're like wow this is a great investment page but if you are a small business and you don't need or you maybe even don't want a digital page, that's fine too. Um, having just a small PDF with your services versus, you know, like listing them out in an email or sending them to your actual services page on your website, having that investment guide was really nice. And we did get a lot of compliments on it. But mm -hmm. I think too, for at the end of the day, I think we were both like 35 <clears throat> some pages, <clears throat> excuse me. And people were just like, yeah, it was great, but I didn't like read the whole thing. Or we'd get on calls and people would be like, I didn't look at it at all. And we're like, that's okay. It's kind of a hefty PDF. Yeah, so. <laughs> that was kind of a sign that it was like, okay, if people aren't able to digest this information before booking a call or jumping on a call with us, maybe it's a little bit too much. And you want to put the world in there. So that can be kind of tough. I would say too, if you're deciding, like if you're in the early days of your business and you don't yet know what you want to do, building a web page for like the unknowns can be really challenging and hard so we had to do that like that is that evolution had to happen we had to start with the pdf because that's what made sense but then we got to a point where we were continuing to use an old method that no longer served us because we had consistency in our packages so we just knew like okay we have to do the hard thing to spend more time to build out this page because we know it's going to serve us more in the long run yeah it sounds so funny to, it feels weird talking about it because it like it was a great system for us for a while but now it seems so like I said, archaic. It's like, yeah. ew, we sent out a PDF, which is not ew. There's no. nothing wrong with it. But like, yeah, we've gone from that PDF, which almost seems like, you know, some sort of, it is a piece of collateral, essentially, to an actual digital mm -hmm. format. Yeah. And it got to a point where we weren't changing it that often. It was just a hefty thing that we had to email along. And that oftentimes like put us in spam or people wouldn't get yeah, our email yeah. because it would be such a heavy document. So that's another sign that we were like, oh, this isn't working. And also like driving traffic to your website is a great thing. Like from an SEO perspective, even if it's direct traffic, people clicking on the links, it's still good. Like it's still good to drive traffic to your website. So that's another just little SEO tip for you. Yes. 
The next thing I was really anti, I think I've talked about this many times on the podcast before, was a scheduler for calls. And we used to go back and forth via email about times that would work. And to make our life simpler, we would have set windows. So it would be like, we only take calls between nine and two on these days, whatever it may be. We had set windows. So we knew like those were our times, but you still had to juggle. Like if multiple inquiries came in and someone snagged a time and then someone else tried to book it, all of a sudden you'd have to go back to them and be like, shoot, that time's taken now. Can you have it? Like, here's another time disease work. And there was no way for our inquiry clients to see that somebody, you know, had come in and taken that because we didn't have that scheduling link. So nobody could see when we were actually available. We'd say we're available from nine to noon and they'd be like, okay, 930 works. And then another client would be like, oh, 930 works. And we're like, oh, shoot, that doesn't work anymore. Yeah. And I think the reason why I was really anti-schedule link was because I felt like I couldn't control it. I felt like I... Like for some reason, if all of a sudden that day I didn't want to take a call, then I was going to be upset that someone booked a call. And the reality of it is that those scheduling tools, normally we use the one that's inside of our CRM, Dubsado, uh, those scheduling tools normally link with your calendar. So if you block off your calendar for something, it's going to block that off in the scheduling tool too. So it was such a thing in my brain that for some reason I was like, I'm losing the freedom of being able to book a call when I want to book a call but it's not true at all. Now I just like, oh, I don't want to take a call during that time because I'm going to, you know, go to Costco or whatever. You can just like block off your calendar and you're fine. So, um, or also like, you know, just email the client and say like, hey, shoot, something came up. Like, can you move it? Here's a new like schedule link. Can you find another time that works? Yeah. Which typically is not yeah. a problem. Mm-mm, not a problem at all. I feel so, like it's actually made our lives so much easier. Like, yeah the we don't have to communicate as much via email we don't have to have all this back and forth it's what works for them it's what works for us because it's available on our calendar Mm -hmm. so i think it's actually freed up a lot of uh, brain capacity and like stress of going Mm -hmm. back and forth yeah and sometimes like we get discovery like we get inquiries from our website of people who want to meet with us we send one maybe two emails of a follow-up they have never emailed us back but they were able to book a time like mm-hmm. they just yeah. book a time and we talk to them and we've never exchanged emails back and forth which <laughs> honestly that to me is like it's great but it's also like oh like, you're, you're just, you just ready you're ready you're to so go. used to that email right <laughs> you're so used to that communication a little bit back and forth so when they get the link and they don't email you back and say like hey i scheduled a time or like hey can't wait to meet and they just schedule a time you're like oh Oh, cool. Okay. I, I mean, hope, yeah. cool, I hope you're also... excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I, know, <right? laughs> That's I, feel the... like, I almost feel like we have to email them and be like, so are you excited to meet? Like, yeah. 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 Right. That's a Midwest in us. <laughs> oh, we're like, totally we're like always following up, making sure you're okay. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but it is a game changer. So if you're not using a scheduling tool, like Calendly is a really big one people use. If you use a CRM, most likely they have something you can leverage in there. If you're not using that, like explore it because it's a game changer in helping set up processes. And now that we've done that within our CRM tool, we actually now have a workflow set up so that when someone books a call, they get reminders. And that has 
been huge because we had a period of time where we were getting ghosted so much and it's so sad and it's just like during those days where you have really really busy days and you have like for us we have a couple days a week that we block off for discovery calls sometimes they fill up like we have four like discovery day. calls yeah. in a row and when you get ghosted on two of the four or something like that it messes with your mindset and it also mm -hmm. just like it's just something where you can't like what are you going to do now with that 30 minutes because you didn't have anything prepped in your brain now it feels like just a wasted 30 minutes you, of time. Yeah, you miss yeah. a lot in those days. Like every, it just kind of feels like a waste of a day. And and we get that some people have things come up last minute. We, we've had that come up in our business before where we had to like, you know, say, hey, we have to reschedule. But the ones that are just like completely ghost and never yeah. return and like just never talk to you after that, you're kind of like, well, that really messed with my entire Tuesday. Yeah. And like yeah. now I didn't get anything done. Yeah. It's it's an unfortunate thing. So we've it's talked something... about ghosting. Oh, yeah. We've been... I feel like Abby was just in our stories a couple weeks ago about it. I because was. it's just it's yeah. It's it not sucks. a great thing to do. I know. Which we get it. We get it. It happens yeah. too. So like if that if you have been the person that's ghosted on accidentally, just apologize. Like who yeah, cares? We're human. It's more of like the permanent ghost which i've never i never dated on dating apps i don't think you did either no, so I'm that whole bad. like ghosting situation is foreign to us we only it only exists in the world of discovery calls <laughs> and i think it's a minnesota thing too i think we're uh, midwest maybe we're just like we like to feel good yeah like we we need you to like give us a compliment and like or apologize we sound we so just... needy right now <laughs> Oh, goodness. But yes, yeah, scheduling calls, having those automatic reminders has been huge because we don't have to lift a finger. It's automatically being blocked during the times that we need to. And since we have limited childcare, limited hours that we can have these calls, it's been so great uh, just to have that flexibility. And our clients have the flexibility too to choose a time that works for them, whether it's this week, next week, next month, like they can book that out. Mm -hmm. And um, it just makes the process so easy. So yeah. definitely recommend. This third one is uh, one that I struggled with actually right away when we started our business, but that is designing social graphics or like really designing any graphic <laughs> for your website. Um, and that's Canva versus Illustrator, which I'm sure I'll have some designers out there being like, oh my gosh, girl, don't touch Canva. But I think a lot of designers have come around and Canva is a great tool, um, especially for social graphic um, just social graphics in general, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, um, what have you. I think we get in our heads so much. So as designers, like we have to be an illustrator. It has to be a hundred percent, you know, unique and special and important. And that doesn't mean that it can't be in Canva. Um, but you just have so many tools to leverage in Canva that you can do almost exactly what you can do in illustrator in Canva. Not quite, not quite, but um, it makes it so much more efficient. If I have um, graphics built out in there, templates built out in there, and Abby needs to go in and update one for whatever reason, she's like, oh, I've got this great content idea. I'm going to slap, you know, a post together real quick. She can do that because A, she's got access to Canva. B, it's in there. It's a template. It's already designed the way that we want it and that we're going to post it. Um, so she can easily go in there and edit it too. Not that I expect Abby to do that ever, but she does every <laughs> once in a while. And I'm like, Hey girl, that's great. And that's where she builds her cute little birthday, um, 
invites for her boys. So it's fun to see that happen too. But um, it's just really efficient. It's something that you can share with your team versus having, you know, just your one sole illustrator file and not being able to share that. Um, I think that was something when we first started off, I was very anti Canva. I was like, nope. I'm like, everything's being built in Illustrator. This is how we're doing it. And it just got to be, it got to be a lot. It was a lot yeah. of updating, a lot of changing, um, not as many efficiencies. So, um, yeah, I think we actually started. So like when we first, our first couple clients that we had, we were doing social projects for them and we, you were building everything in illustrator mm -hmm. and then sharing all of those files. Like they're beautifully designed custom a hundred percent, like great. They're great. But having those then it makes it so hard for us then to like give those to the clients. Yes. Like that's something that we just won't be able to do. And so, as, and some of the clients had Illustrator, which mm -hmm. was great, but that's when we made the shift to Canva. And then I think once we started doing it for our clients, yeah. we were like, oh, we should probably do this for ourselves. That's when I realized the efficiency <laughs> and the ease of Canva. And I was like, okay, well, we're going to, we're going to transition over to Canva too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so the next thing that is something we actually, it's not even that we did something previously before, I guess we just all did it by hand, but was just actually building workflows into our business. So um, we've talked about this on an episode with Taryn, which we'll link in the show notes too, where um, we actually worked with her to help us set up some workflows in Dubsado because Dubsado in any CRM, whether you're using Dubsado or HoneyBook or Pixify or whatever it is. I think it's, I don't know if that's the right name, but um, they're complicated and there's so much you can leverage in them, but it can be really hard to figure out. And we just sometimes don't have the time to figure it out. So we actually scheduled a strategy session with Taryn because we wanted our clients who scheduled discovery calls to get reminders. We wanted our podcast guests to get emails leading up to the podcast, reminding them to send us headshots or um, giving them the questions that they need to prep beforehand or a thank you afterwards. So there were certain workflows that we wanted to set up that the second someone booked a call from us, the workflow just initiated. And thankfully Dubsado does that. So that was something that, and one of the big reasons why we got Dubsado. And then the other thing was setting up our new client workflows too. So now when we work with a new client, it automatically, we send them a proposal, they click next, they get to the contract, they click next, they get to the retainer invoice, and they're on our calendar. And that's like, they can do that all with three clicks of the button. So it's super quick and easy for them. And it saved us a ton of time of like, okay, you said yes, now I have to send you a contract. Okay, you signed it, perfect. Now I have to send you the invoice. Okay, now we're kicking things off and now I have to send you the kickoff email. So like we were able to make all of that really automatic, seamless for our clients and seamless for us. And we used a search and grow template um, through Dubsado. So it's designed, looks like our brand, mm -hmm. like the whole thing is beautiful. So that process, the workflow has been great. And we get an insane amount of compliments on it from our clients. So it's, I think a lot of the negatives to like, or the things that hold you back from wanting to do a workflow is that you feel less involved. Like you feel like you're taking, your clients aren't getting you. So it's not going to be as good. You don't feel as as authentic or yeah. as their yeah. time. Yeah. But in reality, it's 
better. Like we get more compliments on that workflow than we ever did before because it's seamless and efficient and our clients are like somewhat in control. And that process is like great, like and way with, better. With it being seamless and efficient, we know our clients are just as busy as us, if not busier. So having it be seamless and efficient is so much easier for them too. So it, it comes to that. It comes down to like making sure that it's easy for everybody, all parties involved, and it doesn't get clunky or things get lost or dropped along the way. So yeah. And you're showing up authentic in other spaces as well. You have to realize, and it doesn't mean that you don't seem authentic in these workflows either. You've set it up mm -hmm. to be your brand, to be yeah. you, but you sometimes just feel like because you're not actually touching it or physically in it every time that it happens, that you're losing that authentic authenticity, but in reality, mm -hmm. you're not. Yeah. And also if you think about even like, it's more, it's, more nice that you're showing up when you said you would be or that you're not like making your clients wait. It's just all automatic. And that is like way better than it being like, oh, but I'm the one sending you this contract, but I have meetings from this time to this time. So I can't do it until later. So, send it to <laughs> yeah. so I think that like was just a moment for us where we were like, we need these workflows in place because we need to like we, we want our clients to be supported throughout the process. And of course there's templates in there that you can pull from, but like court said, like you need to make it your own brand and your personality. So it's not like we're sending out these crazy templates that are super generic, like we're formatting them to speak like us. And that's super important. Just that people are, are like think we can be efficient because if our time is valuable, so is our clients and we're not going to overstep that. So yeah. another one is social media posting. We've talked about this in the past too, but using and leveraging tools like Tailwind or Planoly to drop your content in there, write your post, schedule it for a certain time to go live. And if you take one day out of your week to plan all of that content, you can do like a month's worth of content and get all of that scheduled and in that platform. And it does the rest of the work for you. So whether that gives you a um, push notification on your phone to post at that certain time, or if it posts automatically, that work is done for you. I remember when we first started, we didn't know about these tools or we hadn't leveraged them or we were like, nope, we have to do everything for free for a while. And we were doing them every day, like from our phones, like downloading the image, sending it to our email, posting or like sending it to our phone, posting it like just live right there, very archaic caveman like mm -hmm. for us at the time. Obviously we know that like you have to do that to get going sometimes, but once we found Tailwind and started to use that, our lives changed as far as like that goes. It's nice to, you know, not have to do all of that work every single day and to wake up, have a push notification or have it go live <clears throat> by itself instantly. And then just knowing that you have to show up on that platform and engage. Yeah. And it lets you batch work. Like we're huge yes, fans of batch yes. working. And if we weren't able to batch our content, like we would go crazy Absolutely. because you can't be creative every day and it puts too much pressure on you. So like having those creative days where you can plan ahead and then have systems do it for you way better. Yes. Uh, so the next thing that we used to do, and this is like really old because this is actually something that we did pretty quickly in our business. Mm -hmm. And I'm very thankful we did it. It was we probably like one year in. Day. Yeah. Yep. So we created email templates for everything we do. Like I'm not exaggerating. We have multiple Word documents in our drive with email templates for new discovery clients. So like people who come in, like there's a template there for that. There's follow-up templates 
two of them. Then we have timeline templates. So when someone gets a timeline, we have that broken out by project. So a branding client versus like which package they chose for branding, an SEO client versus which package they chose for SEO. And every step of the way with that one package for each package. (laughs) Yep. So like, here's your mood boards. Here's your uh, brand, like your brand assets. Here's your SEO research. Here's your keyword research. We have templates and this is not meant to be like impersonal. This is meant to one, lay out the details. Like Mm -hmm. here's what you're getting. Here's when we need feedback. Here's when we need this. And it really allows us not to forget really important pieces. And then it allows us to complement that template with specifics to that project or that client. But it doesn't, we're not spending all that time rewriting the same email multiple times for every single client. And this has been such a game changer. Mm-hmm. And it's we, like 90% copy and paste and then 10% we like add a little mm-hmm. like yeah. juju into yeah. it. And we're like, hey. Yeah, we chatted um, with a guest recently on AI tools and they had mentioned that for them, what they do is anytime they think they're going to write it again, they will make it a template. So if you think that you are going to answer that question again for a client or even in your Instagram DMs, did someone ask you a question about something and like, did two people ask you that question? Okay, maybe you should make a notes like on your notes app. Maybe you should make something that's FAQs that you can copy and paste because the more you do that, the more like you have templates to pull from, the better it's going to be because again, you don't have that energy every single day to create the best email. So having a template to pull from that you can just customize takes less of your brain power and it just makes that process so much better so that people can get all of you even when you only have 50% left in the tank. And when it comes to those questions like that, like Abby said, if they pop into your DMs, it allows you to also reply way faster because you literally just have to copy and paste versus if you didn't have that to copy and paste, you, you know, may put it off or you may forget, or you may not have the mental capacity at that time to show up like you want to. So you're waiting. And then I think Mm -hmm. it just like takes all of that off of your plate and it allows you to respond immediately and get that conversation going so that you let them know that you saw that you didn't forget about them. And then you can get that conversation started. And it's just, yeah, it's great. Yeah. So if this is something that you want to do, um, I would recommend first writing out all the steps of your process. Like think about if you are a client facing business, think about like the second they email you about a new inquiry, what are all the things that happen when they sign to be a client under a certain package? What are all the things that happen after that? And then from there, you can do all of the touch points of like, this is an email, this is an email, this is an email, now building out your templates. And then if it's something like the Instagram DMs, like now don't feel like you need to just start writing out a bunch of stuff. Just start doing it in the moment. Like the second someone asks you a question, copy your response, then put that in your notes app, like build it as you go, which is exactly what we've done with our email templates. Like the first, I remember when we started working with Val, this was our homework. And she had told us like, we're, we worked together for five months. She was like, it's going to be a lot of work. You're going to have a lot of stuff to do. Like coaching doesn't mean it's just easy peasy. We hop on the call and your life changes and your yeah, business grows. We had, we had homework. <laughs> we had a lot of homework and it was kind of stressful sometimes because my homework would be, 
writing these email templates and I'd be like, oh, I didn't get to them or like, or it didn't, it didn't matter because Val was like very good at being like, you have to do this homework or things aren't going to change. It's like, okay, fine. I get it. I'll do it. So I made the time and I prioritized it and I did it. And now that the bulk of it, it, it is done every year we tweak it, but I'm adding more, I'm adding more emails because as our process changes and like right now our client process has changed dramatically because now we have other SEO strategists that are coming in and helping us and a part of our team. So our process has changed with that. We've brought on Heidi, who has been amazing and helping us like deliver timelines to clients. And we have to have this moment where we introduce you, our new client to our team. And that like process has changed. So now we have those new emails as part of our templates. So like, it's so much easier when you start with a base just to continue adding to it, but you have to get started with that base. And even if it's just copying the one email that you just sent to a client and using that as your base from there, like just get started because that's the best way to kind of build this arsenal of things that are going to help you more efficiently run your business. I will say though, a little nugget every once in a while when I copy and paste those and you know, you add in the client name, you add in the details for that client specifically. I, sometimes read it over and over again, just to make sure I'm like, I know I copied and pasted this, but like, <laughs> I have to read it. I have to read it again. I is this the right client name? Is this the, the right? Oh, and I'm just like, okay, send. Oh, right. Wait, nope. But you <laughs> did that even if it was like written, right? right? Absolutely. So absolutely. it's even, so which, there's a scary yeah. component to like both sides, but it's just like, okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, I know I do that too. Yeah. I have to double check everything. And then sometimes I just send it because I'm really busy and then I'm like, <gasps> instant remorse of like, did I do it right? right. <laughs> Which it's always fine. Yeah. And it's not a big deal too. If you like miss something, you can just eat. We're all human, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but my goodness, email templates have been amazing. The life's yeah. Life, life yeah. Changing. <laughs> um, another big thing is our website has changed this a lot. This laugh so much. <laughs> the fact that we went from one page, a one page website to now we have a billion pages is just mind blowing yeah. to me and yeah. hilarious all at the same time. Yeah. But it took a lot of work and a lot of time. Yeah. I'm terrified. We probably at some point in the next like year and a half need to redo a lot of our content on our pages, but the pages still yeah. need to be there. So it terrifies me. I'm not going to lie. But I think a lot of times people come to our website and they're like, wow, you have like so much information here and it can feel overwhelming and you can have like this imposter syndrome hit you of like, wow, I can't do this or like, I don't have the capacity to do this. We for two years, if not more, mm -hmm. maybe three had a one page website. I bet it was closer to three. One page and plus our blog so because the, obviously so I'm not, not going to have so a blog. The SEO yeah. Queens <laughs> right? over here. We had one uh, page. <laughs> I know, but also our business still grew. Like yeah. we had one page website and a blog. So yeah. I will definitely recommend that. If you have a one page website, also have a blog because yes. that's really important for your content. But we had a one page website and it worked for us. And that's what we had to do. And then we figured out like, at that point too, we didn't know what packages we were going to offer. We didn't mm -hmm. know what we were going to focus in on. So we had to start there. And then all of a sudden we got like to a point where we were like, okay, it's time. Like it feels right. And I think you'll get to that point in your business too, where you'll feel like a shift needs to happen. And you don't want to get to a point where you're losing clients because of it, or you're losing customers because of it, but you'll get to a point where you feel like this isn't everything I need. I need like something bigger.
but it's also okay to start there. But yeah, our website now, like it's fun to continue adding to it. Oh, it is so fun. <laughs> it, yeah. Like it's just fun. Cause it's like watching your baby grow too. You know, you're like, oh my gosh, like, or like if you have a puppy, you get a puppy and it's like this cute thing that you have for a while and you're so excited. And then they start to grow and you're watching them grow and things change. And it's just like with your business, it's the same thing. It's your baby. And then you just like watch it mm -hmm. grow. And the other day we use show it as our platform and I logged in and I can see our old website. It's still there as like a template. And I looked at it and I just laughed. I, it's just funny, you know, like that's where it was born and that's what it looked like. Mm -hmm. And now looking at it compared to what we have now, it's just incredibly different. Yeah. And we worked we should so show. hard on that website. Oh, we worked so hard. And we yeah. were like, damn, this thing is great. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it was for the time, but mm -hmm. we've evolved so much that it is so different. I think, yeah. I think I need to like do like a reel of like, we do from flashback. this to that. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It's and also, like, it didn't, like, everything that we have now didn't happen overnight. We didn't go from oh, a one no. page to what we have now. We went from a one page to maybe like a, six to seven page mm -hmm. and then over time like last year we did another big revamp and that's where we added our investment guide that's where we added now all of our email resources are no longer like flowdesk forms they're all built into our website and adding all of these pages our shop our shop was another mm -hmm. thing that was like new our podcast page was also new like there a lot of this stuff was added over time. And that's another thing to remember too, because when you look at someone else and you're having this like moment of like, wow, I'm not good enough. Or like my, why is, all. yeah. How are they doing all this? <laughs> remember that didn't happen overnight. Like usually that didn't happen overnight unless someone has like this really rich uncle that's helping them do everything. But that is something that like it just grows as you grow and it's much easier when you have a base to start from so just and kind of starting much easier to like once we like the shop took us a while but once we have that page done and live it's just small tweaks we have to make here and there so like mm -hmm. it's it could it can be overwhelming at first but once you have that page done and up the like keeping it up or like updating it is so much easier once yeah. you have that added page done it might seem overwhelming like oh we're going to add a shop and a speaking page and uh, a resources page and like you just have to take it one page at a time and then get that done and then move on to the next one mm -hmm. do you know how many pages we have actually no right we I should count we we'll should put it in the notes count. maybe yeah <laughs> Uh, and then the last thing is photo shoots, which this one also makes me yeah, laugh. Yeah, it makes me laugh. And my mother, who is also our brand photographer, Julie Gray Photography, is amazing. And she can also attest to this too. Uh, we used to bring our whole house to oh photo shoots. Oh my God, a billion props. Like everything. We, we thought we were like, oh, things. we're going to do all these cute staged photos, laptop, cell phone, podcast mic. I mean, at that time, we didn't mm -hmm. have a podcast mic, but you brought your plants. big mac monitor yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and plants plants like, we even brought yeah. like real plants and it was we did we yeah uh, we brought so many things and it was all like you know inspirational photos we'd see and like the studio sometimes studios have things sometimes they don't but we would bring so much stuff i feel like you even brought a chair one time like oh a thousand yeah we, yeah I, I brought one of our like a uh, kitchen bar stools. yeah yep. yeah mm -hmm. so yeah we used to bring everything and we definitely don't do that anymore mm -hmm. it was fun but also like but we started you don't to realize to. we a didn't use half the props because we didn't have enough time and i t we set aside like three to four hours for photo shoots. We still do three hour and photo shoots just because they're fun though. They're so fun. <laughs> um, but 
we just realized like, hey, we never even got around to using half of these props. And then those photos are great and all, but we have noticed that people a like to see us more than they like to see photos like that. So we tend to use pictures of us more so than that. And when it comes to those kinds of photos, we can leverage Pexels or Unsplash or even Canva. Canva has really nice photos in their platform as well to highlight things like that. People have already done that work for us and we can find stuff that uh, that complement our brand and that fit within our brand. So why take that time to like try to make our own setup when we can get more photos of us together interacting? So, and I think obviously Julie probably likes that better too mm -hmm. than like trying to do all of these staged photos. Yeah, there's so many good like stock photography resources out there. Canva has like great mm -hmm. stock photography. There's a lot of like membership kind of stock photography oh, yeah. things, which I believe Social I can, squares, yeah, we can link it in the show notes, but I believe ones. we did a blog post kind of on this a little while back. Uh, but there's so many things out there that we can leverage that we didn't need to waste our photo shoot time mm -hmm. doing that. And we like courts up like people want to see the people behind the business. And so that was so much more important. So we realized that we can just be the props. <laughs> we didn't need 5,000 I think others. the only props we bring now is a cell phone, a laptop, a coffee, and oh, yeah. champagne or whatever. Gotta have the beverages. And, and yeah. then our children at the very end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Our, our children will make an appearance. That was another evolution, actually, is my kids used to come for the whole photo shoot, which, bless my sister, she would come too, so she would, like, watch them. But it was pure chaos and the amount like the exhaustion we felt afterwards oh, because like we yeah. said it was like three to four hours because with kids it was like but chaos. then on top of it we would get our makeup done first mm -hmm. so we'd get our makeup so that would be like close <laughs> to two hours ish then we'd go to the studio get set up have the shoot for three hours and, and the kids were there and then after that you pack up all your stuff you go home and you're like oh my gosh wow yeah, yeah. and it it's just hits you like a like yeah a you're exhausted yeah <laughs> Oh my goodness. So they're so fun. Yeah. So fun. So yeah, those are, I mean, there's been so many more evolutions I'd say throughout our business too, but, and a billion more to come. I can't wait to like see all the things we do now that we're like, we're gonna oh wow, AI can do this for me and I don't need to do it anymore. Right, right. <laughs> so there's so much more, but these were just some of the blast from the past kind of things that Ooh, we did. Blast from the past. I know. I like that. Right. A little inside of the inner workings of duo. Um, but yeah, just remember, like, if you're looking at these and you're like, oh, I'm still living in this archaic version, which it, one, it's not it's archaic. Not. <laughs> it just feels that way for us because we have evolved to this phase where we needed something a little bit more. But I think it's OK. It's OK to be where you're at and where your business needs you to be. And if you move too fast into that next like evolution stage one it's going to cost you more because all of these evolutions mm -hmm. typically took tools for us to get there to have systems to have workflows to have all of that and if we were pouring our money in the early days into those tools that wouldn't make sense because we needed to invest in other things like coaching and mm -hmm. like other tools like Flowdesk to like help us get an email list and like things like that we didn't have time to invest in a crm like dubsado so that is something that um, I think is really important to remember is like, remember where you are in your phase of business and whether or not you need this, like whether this evolution is right for you, because there's a time and a place for all of these evolutions. Absolutely. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of Duo On Air, and we'll see you next week. If you liked this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes dropping every Monday. Plus, if you haven't already, please leave us a review and don't hesitate to share any new episode ideas. We love hearing from you and creating this content for you. See you next week.